0: Welcome to the Artist Academy Podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show! This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process, from coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know, because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals the pitching the whole bit and now i've compiled it into one resource for you called the mural master program this is included inside of the artist academy advanced membership and i would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co that is artistacademy.co and click the link to see the mural master program and learn more and that's it so let's get on with the show this week's episode features Alabama-based artist, Sean Fitzwater of Fitz Signs, and Murals. This week's episode is going to inspire you to get out of your own head and start reaching out to people to get new business. Sean is only in his second year of his art business and is currently booked out six to eight weeks and consistently with competitive pricing. He's making a great living supporting his family and got his art career started a little later in life, which I love because I know so many artists are listening that are thinking is it too late for me? Did I miss my chance? Nope, you can literally start an art business at any time in your life and Sean is a great example of that. I know, I just recorded an episode all about not worrying about being highly profitable in your first couple years. I realized that whole episode was meant to make you feel a little bit better about having a rocky start in the first couple years, and I, it's still true. However, this episode gives you the solution to turning things around for yourself and speeding things up. The solution to where if you're in your first year of business is to Start reaching out to people about what you do. <laughs> Start introducing yourself. Go walk into businesses. Go inter- Go introduce yourself and tell everybody about what you do and just... Just get out of your own way, get out of your own head, and start meeting new people. So Sean contacts many new possible leads per week and gets turned down a lot. But what matters are the yeses, and those are the reason he's been able to create a fabulous mural and logo career for himself, and he's just getting started. He's in his first two years of his business. (laughs) So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Sean Fitzwater. So if you could just start off by explaining a little bit about your art business and how you got into the art world, tell us who you are.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so my name's Sean Fitzwater. I started um, a business uh, painting signs and murals back in 2018, so I'm still pretty relatively new at it, really. You know, I know you've been in it for years, and uh, I've listened to a lot of your guests that have been doing things for a long time, so I feel Still pretty young at it, even though I'm 42. So, <laughs> but, um, so I started it back in 2018. I, I, I didn't really come from an artist background or, or, uh, anything like that. I pretty much straight out of high school went into construction type work and did that for almost 20 years. And, um, but I'd always kind of dabbled in drawing and sketching and, and, uh, things like that of that nature, you know, growing up. And everybody kind of always, would look over my shoulder and say, Hey, you're pretty good at that, you know, or something. And, and I kind of blew it off as whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but I would, we would have to like take field notes at the construction site and like, I always had the best notes and everything and the best drawing. So I was like, I guess I'm pretty good at it. And I'm pretty good at handwriting too, you know? And, and, um, so I guess if there's any background that would probably kind of be, you know, as I'm kind of growing, carrying those skills along with me, but, Um, I did that for close to 20 years and then um in 2016 I left that industry to start my own business my first business was an advertising business where I pulled a billboard behind my bicycle and I sold ad space on either side of that so that was uh pretty interesting and and you know I was really pumped to get out of uh you know my day-to-day job and do something on my own for a change so that was really exciting um and you know doing that for a couple years that kind of fizzled out you know it, it just kind of got to where um it was getting harder to sell that type of uh i guess advertising or that concept so i started kind of slowly you know kind of phasing out of that and getting into uh trying to get back into drawing a little bit, you know, and, and I'd kind of hit a spot where, um, work had kind of dried up and I was, you know, I didn't really have a real job. I started driving for Uber and, and trying to make ends meet that way, you know, and, and, um, that was, it was kind of a scary moment in life really, because, um, it was either make something work or go back to the old day job, which I really didn't want to do, you know? So, um, some friends of mine were painting around town and doing murals and stuff like that. So, um, I thought, well, you know, I might get back into art and try and do something like that. So I, I, I picked a, uh, a room, um, in my, uh, in, in our house. Um, it was my kid's room and I decided like, I'm going to try and draw them a mural, you know, and I asked them like what they would like. And he, my oldest son wanted cartoon characters, you know, he had, he was really into, um, Steven Universe at the time, if maybe some of your fans or you may know who that is, but um so i i said well i 'm going to draw i 'm going to do a mural you know for him and and just kind of started out and i I started drawing that and painting it, and really it was it was the first time I'd really painted you know picked up a paintbrush and really um, done anything of this scale whatsoever you know i 'd always just done pencil and paper or whatever, but um so I did that mural or I started that mural and I posted a um, like a progression video on Facebook. I'd recorded myself doing that for, you know, about the first half of it. And I was like, I'm going to go ahead and just post it and just, you know, show people what I'm doing. And um, it got a lot of attention, you know, just locally here. And then, and I had a friend um, that was opening a business down the road from us. He was opening a new restaurant. He saw me in the grocery store one day and he said, Hey, Sean, I saw you, I saw you painting in your kid's room, you know, and it was like, I'm opening a restaurant. I want to talk to you about painting our logo on the outside of the business. You know. And I said, uh, sure. I mean, you know, I'm painting my kid's wall. I guess I can handle something like that, you know? And, um, so we got to talking and everything and I ended up, uh, painting their logo on the outside of their business. And, uh, once I did that, I posted another progression video. I did a little time lapse, you know, which I I know you like to do, and and I enjoy doing those as well now. But I did that, and uh, it got more attention, and I got another sign off of it, you know, and somebody else wanted a sign painted, and and then kind of another one, and another, and then I guess right then is where I felt like I'd landed on something, you know. I I would uh, if I back if I can back up for a second when I was painting my kids' room, um. I'd really thought about, hey, I want to paint kids' rooms murals, you know, like cartoony stuff, and I really enjoyed that kind of thing. That's what I kind of had grown up kind of drawing, too, is just cartoons and stuff, fun stuff like that, Disney stuff or whatever. But um, the sign thing kind of happened, you know, and then I was like, people kind of need this. You know, this is like a need that, okay, and I'd never really paid much attention to it, that it was like, you know, a thing. So I kept doing more and more signs and kind of got away from doing the murals as much, but then kind of started picking back up on murals again, you know? And so now I'm kind of doing, I guess, 50, 50, just about, you know, I'd still do a, a little more signs than uh, murals, but it's, you know, I'm doing more murals now too. So that's kind of the backstory, you know, to where I uh, came from. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. We have very similar backstories in that way. Cause the first thing cool. I ever did too was a logo and cool. people were like, yeah can you paint this logo this logo is like man people really like their logos
1: yeah <laughs>
0: and they want it painted everywhere <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah and then nowadays it's like murals and logos but i love logos they're just i mean I you do don't too. have to think of an idea for them oh, like I they, like it's just they're straight lines i love a straight line
1: <laughs> those are like that's like your bread and butter right now you know it's kind of like when somebody says i want my logo painted they're like here's my logo painted on this wall here it's like yeah i love that type of work too you know it's kind of the i guess more quick and easy stuff you know rather than having to really spend a lot of time designing and all that stuff which we love too but you know it's it's nice to get some easier type work i guess
0: yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so talk us through your process of painting do you whenever somebody reaches out for a mural do you design it on a computer an ipad or just sketch it out or what
1: i used to do everything uh just like with pencil and paper you know and just like maybe colored pencils and man that was uh it would take a long time to do that you know and that and i i I was swearing to myself i was like i'm going to be a purist i'm going to just draw everything by hand and and give them you know concept drawings everything and eventually i got to where like okay i see people using these ipads and procreate and it's like, I need to check into this, you know, and, and once I found that, that really changed my world, you know, as far as, like, I went ahead and just gave in to the digital side, and, and, and that's kind of how I do, like, if somebody were to call me and say, hey, I want my logo painted, or I want this painted on a wall, I'll usually do a site visit, and I'll take a picture of the wall, or if they can send me a picture of the wall, then I just draw right on the wall now, you know, on the, on Procreate, it's, uh, so easy to do now, and, um, yeah, it's a great tool to have. So, like, I do that, and then, you know, we'll do, we'll do a couple follow-ups just to see if we're going in the right direction, send them a quote, and, you know, set the date, and go with it, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how <laughs> the process is, too. <laughs> yeah, I always ask people, send me a photo of your wall, please. That way you can see, like, what it's made of, because you never know. They say a wall, and it could be, like, a brick wall oh, I know. Falling, falling apart. and like Oh, I know.
1: It. I've painted on so, I mean, I'm sure you have, too, but we paint on so many different types of surfaces, and they all... React or you know, differently, you know, like I've painted on super rough brick that takes like four to five coats of paint, you know, and it's just and then you you love those like inside jobs where it's air conditioned or heated and you get to paint on like uh sheetrock or whatever, you know, the fresh, clean white wall or whatever,
0: (laughs) yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. If it's indoors and it's just a flat wall, I'm like, oh, I know, great. piece of cake yeah (laughs) what is so did you figure out what is the one thing you don't like to paint without (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, this is one question like yeah i was struggling
1: with (laughs) and like i kept going back and forth with what but yes i would say um you know if i was painting something and didn't have access to either music or a podcast to listen to then i would be yeah it'd be you know i'll it it wouldn't be fun without that you know and a lot of times like i'll paint too without anything you know and it's somewhat nice just to listen like if i'm painting down in the city or something i like to kind of listen to the sounds you know the hum of the city or whatever and then you know sometimes it's so peaceful out it's nice to paint with no sound at all but yes like when i need to like really get it and and really get you know get going on it i'll crank up some music or put on a podcast, which, you know, I just found I, I rediscovered your podcast really because I had started listening to you probably the beginning of this year or maybe towards the end of last year. I think I had discovered your podcast. I think I was just typing in like mural related podcasts, you know, cause <laughs> I was so tired. I listened to how, how you built this and all that stuff. I think you had said, you listen to that. I love entrepreneurial stuff like that or stories, but I was like, I want to find something that's like, art related you know that's right. like while i'm painting i can like oh this is good yes yeah, so i i started listening to your podcast and then i'll kind of go in and out of phases you know where i listen to podcasts for a while and then it's like okay i want to listen to music and so i i just rediscovered I, I started listening to you again a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and uh i was just like binging you know hardcore all your all your episodes so I, you, you've come a long way since i started listening to you and it's really awesome like some of the guests like I'm pretty honored to be um, one of your guests really. Cause I started looking back at your guests. Some of the people that I was um, researching when I was starting on, this was like Scott Campbell and Mural Joe, you know, I'd listen yeah. to those episodes. I was like, wow. Yeah. And I love those guys and just love what they do. And all your other guests too are, are really great. Um, so yeah. Uh, I guess if I didn't have, my music or podcast, it'd be pretty boring sometimes. If you didn't right? have
0: the Artist Academy podcast, you'd be lost, right? That's what I meant to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I really, <laughs>
1: right
0: I really appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I love, I'll, I'll be here whenever, you're, <laughs> whenever you want to listen to music again. I'll still be here when oh, you yeah. come back. <laughs> so what makes up your typical work day? How many hours do you spend painting?
1: Ooh, you know, when I started out um, – it's like the times have changed. Like when I started out, um, we had just had our third child. I have three boys. I got a 15, a nine and a two year old. So when I just started out, we had kind of just had our two year old, you know, and, um, man, it was tough starting out because my wife would work during the day and I would have the baby. And then when she would get off work, my work began at night, and that was kind of when I started out. I was still Ubering a little bit, so I'd either drive all night or I would go paint all night. You know, and and man, the hours were crazy. I would paint. Sometimes I'd start from like nine thirty and not get done till four or five in the morning. You know, and that was after being up all day. So like two or three days of doing that, like and maybe getting a couple hours sleep, really was catching up to me. So there was a lot of times I could only do that for like three days and then I'd just be dead. You know, I'd be sleeping all day. So it was, it was really tough starting out, but then we got to where we could afford daycare for him and I was actually starting to work like a normal person during the day, you know? And, and, um, so I'll, I'll usually get the kids dropped off, get my wife dropped off and then I'll go to work and work six to eight hours, then come home, then, probably answer a few emails, you know, my wife always gets on to me because she's probably watching this too. But, uh, I stay on my phone nonstop cause you know, it's like business, right? So, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, I feel like I never stop sometimes, you know, just, uh, running a business and, and I know work-life balance, you've got to find that, you know? Um, and I find that's hard sometimes. I noticed you had said you started taking off Sundays, like Sundays, your are no anything day. And, I've started to try and kind of make my weekends that, you know, kind of like, okay, Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to try my best not to do anything unless you get behind. And then it's kind of like, well, now I got to do it. You know, it's like this weekend was a perfect example. I've got a sign I'm working on now at the house and it's just like, you know, I've got to get it done because there's the next one's waiting, you know? And, um, but yeah, so, and, and most of the design work, if I do any design work, it's usually late at night, you know, after everyone's settled, I'll plop down on the couch and, and turn some music on or a podcast and and get uh you know, get the iPod, iPad out and start drawing up, you know, for a few hours till I can't hold my eyes open anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can so relate to literally everything you're saying. I do a lot of my design work at night too. I'm like, Well, I'm in yeah. bed. There's the TV or I could just the iPad. Right. <laughs> like and like and you're listening to the TV too. I'm like, okay. I oh, know, I know. I know <laughs> <laughs> So talk us through your painting process. Are there any methods or techniques that you've picked up through your years of experience? Is there any like products that you use that you love too?
1: Yeah, it's funny. Um, I'll go back to uh, something when I very first started when I was going to paint my kid's mural, you know, like on my, on my kid's wall. Um, I was doing a lot of research. I was doing a ton of research of how to like transfer the image to the wall and everything. And um Started. I I started watching YouTube videos and stuff, and there was uh, a lot of people using projectors. So I was like, "Well, that's the way I got to do it." You know, I've got to get a projector if I'm going to run this business or I'm going to turn this into anything. So I went out and like bought a projector. You know, and it was like an autograph. It was a little bit fancier than your typical. You know, I was like, "I got to have the digital projector if this is going to work." I get it home, and I'm like psyched to do this and everything. You know, so I'm like, I'm fixing a set this up and get my outline this is gonna look so good and everything and the room was too small to project the image I wanted to so I was like I mean I was like kind of freaking out because I, I was at a point I was like I'm fixing to get started on this you know and all this excitement and then like I can't even use this thing you know so then I was I, when I was researching how to transfer it I'd heard of the grid method as well you know so I was like well what is this you know And so I started doing a little homework on that and that's what I ended up doing. I used, I used a grid and I did like one foot squares and then just on my piece of paper did one inch squares, you know, and I just drew it by hand, you know? So like I learned that really fast and it, it worked amazing. Like I'd never, I'd never, you know, I, I, I don't have, excuse me. I haven't ever taken an art class or anything. So I didn't know anything about these methods. It's all just like, learning from things online and stuff. So, um, you know, once I did that and figured out, I was like, okay, this is cool. I can use this instead, you know, and I, I didn't go sell my projector. I still have it. I still use the same one today, but you know, I've used, I've, I've used the grid method on, uh, murals and signs. I've used the projector. I've used pounce patterns, which that's kind of a pain, especially, you know, I don't know. Have you ever used a pounce wheel like done that? <laughs>
0: I've seen it done and I've worked with someone who did it, but I don't personally have one. I don't think. Okay. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Well, they're kind of a, they're kind of a pain in the butt really. Like it's, it's a lot of work to like pounce the outline of, of, uh, of the lettering and stuff and then, you know, transfer it with chalk and do that line. But so that, that's another method I'd used, um, you know, and just getting better at, doing straight lines and, and uh, you know, keeping sharp, crisp lines. If, if People always give me compliments. They're like, you know, your lines are so straight and, you know, sharp and everything like that. And it's, I guess, I don't know, from a distance, I guess they look that. But, you know, when you're up close doing it like that, like I could see every little bump in it, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, so just getting better through practice and and, and just keeping – on working, you know, you just kind of pick up things like that. So, um, but those are some of the tools I use. Um, and, and then just all out freehand too, you know, just using no aids whatsoever. And those are kind of fun too. And, and kind of scary at the same time, you know, when somebody's like, here's your wall and just kind of do whatever you want, you know, <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, you, I rely on the projector so much that when I, when it comes time for me to do a freehand, I'm like, Ooh, okay. And then, but you do yeah. it and you're like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. You remember a like,
1: <laughs> of course I could do this. Right. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. Are there any art lessons you've learned the hard way?
1: Um, I would say like probably the hardest thing, like business wise and, Doing art is like time management <laughs> at first, I would uh you know my wife is a great like uh she balances me out really because it's like I like to tell people, oh, I can get that done in two days, you know or I can get that done. I should be able to knock that out in one night, you know, no problem and she's always like, you need to add another day on or you need to add that's gonna take you a week, are you crazy you know it's like there's no way and then you know day five I'm still out there painting like okay you know so I've gotten better at it but like it's been it's taken a while you know to finally uh you know I guess listen
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so so yeah go ahead
0: how do you price your stuff like you're where where are you located one more time
1: I'm in Birmingham yeah. Alabama okay
0: so Midwest kinda and you're in
1: a, you're a Missouri, uh, Missouri yeah. right? okay not, cool
0: so not far how do you price no. your stuff
1: I do like A lot of times I'll just price it by the job, like, especially, um, like logos or lettering or uh, something like that. I'll, uh, I'll just look at the job and, and, and just think about how long it's going to take me to do it. Is it up in the air? Like, I'm on, am I going to be standing on a ladder for hours? Uh, how many colors of paint am I using? How detailed is this? You know, and a lot of those factors just come into what I would price it at, you know, and I usually, um, in my head, kind of go with an hour hourly rate on that. You know, when I'm kind of pricing that, and then you add all your cost and mat- your material cost and everything on top of that. And then when I'm doing like a larger scale mural on, just like a long, big tall wall, I'll do like square footage. You know, um, I'll charge by the square foot. Um, and you know, I know different markets like you can get different pricing, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't think there's like one set price you, you know, everybody in the whole United States like goes by. I think it's kind of like, okay, if you're getting work and you're, you know, it feels like you're pricing it right. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah. um, You have like an hourly rate you go by.
1: Um, Usually it's like between 50 and 75. Um, I kind of go between there. Um, And like I said, a lot of those factors of, of, uh, you know, the detail and and amount of work it's going to take to do that is kind of what goes into um, how how I'm going to charge hourly, I guess. But I don't really charge, you know, I use that like an hourly basis, but I don't say like, okay, I'm going to do this by the hour and that's what I'm going to charge you like, you know, because it's like, I'm older and slower than I used to be, so it's kind of like if I was doing this when I was 25, I'd probably I can knock these out left and right. But I don't know, I don't move as fast, so it's like I can't charge these people by the hour. It'll take me, you know, they're going to be like, "How how did it take you that long?" I was like, "Well, I'm old and slow," you know. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love this though, because like what I'm seeing in my mind is like a like a, a younger artist. Or sorry, not younger as in like age, but just like a just starting out artist. like yeah. listening to this and being like just hearing you in your first is your third year of I mean or set, yeah, second, year, second year. And, a third half, year, yeah. and you're mm-hmm. making and you're pretty booked and you're making yeah. you know fifty to seventy five an hour. And mm-hmm. that is so possible with logos and murals which is exactly what I do. It really is, is. yeah, is it, very very similar to what I charge too. Like our, our hourly rates are very comparable. And so yeah anybody can do that if you have i mean if you have a skill obviously and really yeah. like some go-getter attitude like you do
1: yeah <laughs> <And> right yeah <laughs> go ahead sorry.
0: no i was just like and you know like and it wasn't an ideal situation for you either like you had kids and they had to work around right and you just remind me of myself situation. a lot <laughs> <laughs> oh well except yeah. for the whole kids thing but just like our, our oh work yeah well that are very
1: I'll, similar eventually right so <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> but yeah. like
1: uh <laughs> um it really kind of, it was kind of really a crucial moment, you know, and, and, um, you know, I just thank God that it happened and, 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 and I was able to find something like this because I felt like I was, it was almost like I was backed into a corner of like, what are you going to do? You know, and it was kind of like, okay, I'm going to try this and this is the last thing. And then it's like, I'll go work at Walmart if I have to to support my family after this, you know, nothing against Walmart. Um, but, you know, it's like, the, I'm going to try this and see where it goes. And I'm going to, I'm just going to push full steam ahead on it and put everything I got into it, and see where I can take it. You know,
0: that's awesome. I love that. And now you're doing it and now you're in a yeah. better, better place and you're happier and you like what you do. And
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just so anybody listening, you could literally change your whole, you know, your whole work life. And, you know, like you really you can two years ago, you you were working for someone else. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: That's it. That. So how do you get the majority of your jobs nowadays? Is it all word
1: of mouth or? It's not all word of mouth, but it's a lot more word of mouth from when I started, you know, of course. And, and, um, I, I started out really just kind of knocking on doors, you know, going door to door, really. And, and really? I would drive around town. I might drive around downtown and look for, um, you know, buildings under construction or, or coming soon signs or, you know, you see a lot of, um, you see a lot of these businesses with just banners hanging, you know, with their logo or their sign on it. And Those are the kind of things you want to look for and catch, um, you know, when, when you're, when you're trying to find work and, and, um, I would just go down and, and look for those and I would run inside and talk to them for a minute, you know, and just see if it's something that I might be interested. In. And that's, those are my favorite ways to get work. Cause I always love meeting someone face to face and talking to them, you know, and, and oh. getting to know them that way. And, and that sounds so weird to me now because I was so shy when I was younger. Like, I would never want to go talk to anybody or anything. But, like, now it's like I love interacting and meeting people, especially face-to-face, you know. And so there was that, just kind of going door-to-door, drop a business card off, maybe get on my phone and be like, here's what I've done, you know. And just, just like, especially started out, I had, like, three jobs, you know. So, like, here's my three little signs I've done. <laughs> but, you know, that would – um I really love doing, you know, get, getting out there and meeting the people. And then, you know, there's always like cold emailing. Um, you know, I learned to get on Instagram and Facebook and just send people DMs too. You know, and just, I mean, there's there's so many different ways you can you can reach out to people. You know, and and uh, I I really don't like cold emailing. Like, I hate that. I see your cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's like, Uh, like, like, hey, feed
1: me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. You know, that's just kind of how I started out, just kind of going door to door, really just doing anything possible, you know, emailing, uh, reaching out to people on Instagram, reaching out to people on Facebook Messenger, um, you know, so...
0: I love that. And that is a huge, crucial moment, you know, and crucial element to the, your success, I think, because a lot yeah. of artists who, I mean, myself included, I don't really want to go approach a business and be like, Hey, <laughs> can I pay for you? I don't even know you. You don't know who yeah. I am. Like, but you are like, yeah, I'm doing it. And it's like being scrappy too. You're like, you just <laughs> got to commit,
1: you know? Yeah. You got to commit to it. Cause like, I feel weird walking in there too. You know, you're kind of like, walking in today, like, Hey, I'm trying to sell you something, you know? And I was like, I've always been the guys like, I'll never be a salesman. Like, I hate like trying to sell to somebody, you know, it's kind of like, I don't want to, these people don't want to hear my garbage, you know, or whatever. So it's like, but you just gotta, you know, you just gotta go in there and like you said, just be scrappy about it, you know, and go in there and yeah. just tell them what, who you are, what you do hey, if they don't want it, they're going to tell you no and just move on, you know, don't get your feelings hurt. So.
0: Yeah, so uh. say say you're driving around town and you see a building that's under construction or whatnot. And so, well, you said you mentioned you used to work in construction, you said?
1: Yeah, or? I did, like, it was construction and uh, land surveying, so we did a lot of measuring and stuff like that. So I always oh, okay. say construction, but it was, like, construction field, you know? But it was okay. uh, land surveying, so I did a lot of drawing and a lot of measuring and stuff like that, but, so...
0: I gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you saw like a building under construction or you saw someone was remodeling or a new business came in, what, how would you go approach it? So you just walk right in and say, hi, I'm Sean. And this is, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I would, I would go and just probably start out with, you know, meet whoever I come in contact with first. And like, I'd like to speak to someone um, in charge, uh, you know, that I could talk to about painting a sign or a piece of, uh, custom artwork for you you know for your new business and you know a lot of times like small business around here you're talking to the owner most of the time you know um unless you're walking into some you know like Coca-Cola you're going to meet the gatekeeper you know and you may never talk to anybody but <laughs> a lot of times you know it's 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 you know nine out of 10 times I walk in and the owner's there or something you know or um And just kind of hit it off with them or, you know, and see where it goes. So,
0: oh, I like that. How many times do you think that didn't work? So, and I'm saying this in a a perspective of because I know some people are maybe going to get inspired and do this, and I don't Mm -hmm. want them to get you know, just feeling bad about it. If they get turned down, like for their first five times or something, So, how how often did you get turned down?
1: (laughs) I would say like, okay, so if you're going to do this, like, and this really goes for any business, um, you know, the, the, the concept of a overnight success is, is pretty rare. And I, I don't think happens as often as people think it does, but, um, If you're going to do art as your business, you really need to get used to rejection and and just grow a tough skin because, I mean, I may talk to when I was starting out, um, the time that I had during the day between family time or getting everybody where they're at and the time that I had in between to go out and hustle and try and find jobs – I might reach out to 50 to 60 people a day, you know, and that would be like, I would stop at, I'd probably stop at 10 to 12 locations, you know, and you don't, you don't have to actually look for construction either. You can just go anywhere really, you know, that um, look for blank walls, look for, um, you know, just look for all the potential spots that you can think of that would, you know, be a good place for art or a sign up, but, Man, I would look at uh I would probably go visit ten to twelve places. I would come home, I would punch out twenty to thirty emails. I'd get on Instagram. Um you you know, Instagram I think is a great thing because you have like a window into kind of what's going on into a business, you know. So like you can really get down into the nitty gritty and like go into a business like just say you find a cookie shop. And they're about to open up and they're taking pictures of their inside. Like, look at this and look at this. And, like, you can see a wall, like, right there. And you can say, I could probably put something there. So I'm going to send them a DM, you know, or what's their address? I'm just going to go by there tomorrow, grab, you know, grab a drink or a cookie or whatever and talk to them for a minute, you know. So, um, you know, things like that. uh, Yeah. That, you know.
0: That's a lot too. Cause we do, we do holiday window art every year uh, in the Academy, okay. in the artist Academy. And that's a really a time where I'm like, here's a flyer, like put your yeah. images in it, use my exact wording. I don't care. And then take it around to businesses. And everybody's always like, ah, Oh no, but you are doing that yeah. for murals and sign work basically. And so do you mm-hmm. like, do you have like a, a business card in your handout or is it like yeah. a flyer or you mostly get their info?
1: I do uh business cards and then I'll get their business card as well. Um, and I'm sorry I kind of got off the question you had asked before, like all the, like if I do 50 people a day or contact them, like you're really lucky to get like maybe one of those back, you know, one or two, like, I mean, that's why I was saying like, just get used to kind of rejection or whatever. Cause you're going to have a lot of people tell, you know, you're going to have a lot of people say, I don't really need that right now. Or maybe I already got a person that I'm using, you know, stuff like that. So, um, Sorry, my mailman's dropping a package off. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks for my Amazon. That's probably my spray paint. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I would tell people, you know, but, but stay persistent in it. Don't just, like, you can get discouraged really easily. Like, there were plenty of times where, you know, I'd spend a whole week just out running around and, and you get to feeling like you're wasting your time, you know, and it's just like, you've got to stay persistent. Cause that one job, you don't know who you're talking to most mm-hmm. of the time, you know, especially if you just met them, you don't know if this person has, you know, uh, 10 locations or knows this other person that has a location that they've been dying to meet somebody that can paint their sign of mural. You never know who you're talking to. So like, you know, always, like stay pos try and stay positive about it you know and and um don't get discouraged when when uh you get told no repeatedly cuz it's going to happen you know that's just part of doing business so
0: yeah uh, oh, i love that we could talk about this all day because i so think artists <laughs> need to hear it you want to talk about well, yeah let's talk about it then cuz let's just beat yeah. it into the ground because yeah. <laughs> i think people a lot of people need to hear that like the they like getting turned mm-hmm. down is a thing i remember i did like for the mall, they they reached out and they're like, Hey, we uh you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do some photo op art and such and out in the beginning I had nothing going on and I was like, Yes, oh my gosh and then we yeah. did multiple revisions of mock-ups and never went with anything. Oh <laughs> and, my I, they, gosh. and I was just like, Whatever, but I had nothing else going on. I was like, I don't care, I'll do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. There's I feel like I still do that sometimes too. You know, like even though I mean I've only been doing it a couple of years, but it, like sometimes you do get a desperate crunch where it's like, I'll do three mockups for you and see if you know, and maybe one of them will stick, you know. Yeah,
0: and a lot of times it works out, you know. But yeah. Like sometimes it doesn't, <laughs> but whatever. Oh, so,
1: sorry, I got the sun coming in here in my face. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, do you have a favorite past project?
1: Um, one of the, one of my favorites still today is um, this mural I did in and uh it's like an automotive advertising agency but they were re remodeling their entire office and uh they had this round wall this circular wall and one of my friends that's an interior designer she actually kind of called me and said hey we need to do something on this wall and i you know i thought i'd give you a call and let's kind of go over some ideas so um to make a long story short what we ended up going what we ended up doing like for this you know circular wall is doing a piece like a kinetic mural and um for your listeners that may not understand what that is um there's an artist name i don't know i can't remember his full name but his name's agam agam and if you look him up just look up agam kinetic murals you'll see uh some of his work you can google that and see it but it's like when you're walking by the mural it's like changing so it's actually like Mm -hmm. and you actually like paint these triangles you know all the way around the wall basically um and they have to be built like that but anyway when you when you're walking by it so you're seeing one side that's all painted one way and you're walking by it it's kind of changing as you walk by it's kind of hard to explain um but just go youtube a gom mural or you can look in my uh you can look at my instagram i got the uh a video of it too but um, that was one of my favorites because, like, I kind of got to design a little bit, and it was kind of a big project. And they were like, "It's due in seven days," and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So, uh, you know, it was uh, it was crazy. It, it was crazy time, you know. So,
0: very cool. I'm actually trying to search for him right now, but I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll just go look at your Instagram. And anybody, yeah, yeah, just, you'll anybody see listening, go just go look <laughs> at his Instagram. Please, that way check you can it out. see what it is. I've yeah. got like
1: a whole. I, it was the first IG uh it's not reels but what's the other thing um
0: guy do tv or- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah i made like a 16 minute long you're probably not gonna last the whole 16 minutes but like you know i did this like here's how i did it and here's you know how we built it and everything but yeah it's pretty cool yeah.
0: very cool are you thinking about <laughs> teaching in your future at any time this-
1: i haven't you know like i had a school like uh that had mentioned me coming and talking to some students at one time. I hadn't heard from them in a few months though, but uh, no, I've never thought about teaching, but um, you know, I feel like it's something I probably could do, you know, now with the experience, more experience that I have. And, and I feel like I probably could teach, you Yeah, know, I don't know first and fifth grade maybe i don't know
0: <laughs> no, no so what what else is in your future what are, what other future plans and goals what are you excited about for the future
1: i'm excited just like of building on to what i've already built so far in the past couple of years you know just um i don't know building the relationships you know i like to continue building relationships i would love to i'd love to land on like some accounts that have like national you know uh, chains or whatever that, you know, that would be, kind of, that would be kind of cool to get a lens on something that you get like, you're going to, we're going to, we got 250 stores and you can paint them all or something like that. That'd be kind of cool to do something like that. But you know, like um, I've, I've painted for some people, like a few people now that um, one in particular, that kind of started when I started, Um, and it was one of those situations where I walked in the door and met the couple and we just kind of hit it off. And I did a sign and uh, some, some lettering inside for them and a mural. And, um, now they're expanding and they're, uh, franchising, you know, and it looks like they're showing good growth. So I love building relationships like that where it's kind of like, if your client's doing really well, then you can kind of do well with them, you know? And, and, uh, so, I hope to build more relationships in the coming year and just kind of building uh building onto the business show. I, I have a uh I guess one of my, my uh closest goals right now is to get a work vehicle for my business. <laughs> cause I'm, I'm still working out. I'm actually sitting in the family car doing this podcast cause it's the quietest place like to do something with no kids around. So, but like, I still work out of this vehicle and we do all the family. So it's like, I want to get a van soon or something like that. That's my short term goal, I guess. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. I've, <laughs> I've had the van conversation several times. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, I could put all my ladders in here and I could just keep the oh, paint in here.
1: <laughs> I know. It'd be perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, my last question on here, and then I will let you go and get busy with the rest of your day is Is there any advice that you would want to give to artists who want to make art their full time career but don't know where to start? <laughs>
1: uh yeah and this is going to sound pretty cliche because i've heard it in your other podcast with your other guests too but it's like it's so simple that you just got to start man you just got to like um if you own your own house or or something like that do some work inside your house like i think you said it like window painting paint your window your own windows you know and just wash it off but just build start building a portfolio as soon as possible like uh if you want to do murals Talk to your spouse if you need to and and do a mural inside your house and and, uh, document it. Do a time lapse. Take photos of it. Post it on social media because, like, the day and age we live in, like, social media is it. You know, like, free – it's like free advertising. If you're not doing – if you're not taking your art – if you want to run your art as a business and you're not utilizing what's out there right now, like Instagram, Facebook – I know TikTok's hot right now. Like everybody's jumping on TikTok. I'm even on there. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying, you know. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, you just got to start somewhere. I mean, if it's a piece of cardboard in your backyard that you can paint on and take a picture of it and get some kind of portfolio started, just start there and build up and you know you don't have to go to door to door talking to people just start hitting people up on on uh their dms and stuff because the worst thing that's gonna happen is they're gonna say no you know so it's like why not take that chance you know you only live once Yada yada, whatever but like i mean that's it you know you just got to put yourself out there um if you want to if you want to turn this into a business um and hopefully you know things uh work out good for you, you can make it, you know, your full-time thing like I have. Uh, I've, I work full-time doing this now. I support my family off this. I stay booked six to eight weeks um, pretty consistently. So, um, you know, I'm all in on it. So, And and what's so great about it, what's so great about art, I'm sorry, I know I might be going long, but um, what's so great about art, me and my wife were talking about this the other day, is there's so many different avenues you can go through art it's like endless you know it's like I do the signs and murals that's that's kind of my thing now but I mean if that ever fizzled out I could go do something else I mean look what you do you do murals you do uh you do canvas work at home I saw you selling all your prints which is awesome you know you're doing a podcast you're teaching I mean (laughs) I thought I was busy and I saw that you were doing I was like my goodness I don't know you know if I, I don't can know, handle all yet. that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's different dynamics there for sure. But, you know, um, yeah, I mean, there's, it's no better time than now to like, you know, pursue this, you know, um, if you have the skills and if you don't have the skills and it's something you want to do, just, uh, you know, pursue it, practice it, take a class if you need to or want to. I still want to take art classes. Like I have never taken art class. I I feel like, I could elevate my game if I took like an art class. Cause you know, cause a lot of things I've just kind of learned on my own, you know um, I may not even be doing everything right. I don't know. but <laughs> um, So yeah, I think you're
0: doing a great job. I think everything you're doing well, is great just because you have had uh, two years, like you started in 2018, like and now you're booked out six to eight weeks and making between 50 and 75 an hour. Like that's, that's, goals for everybody starting out and you know just to be profitable and especially in your second year like that's so awesome yeah i can't wait to see where you're going to be in 10 years you know what i mean
1: (laughs) well maybe we'll do this again in in five years and see where we're both at you know
0: yeah definitely (laughs) i'll probably still be podcasting so hit me up and remind me in five years like hey
1: (laughs) for sure (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thank you so much again for coming on. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. And your Southern accent is so fun. I appreciate <laughs> <It's> like, it. <laughs> I, love, I love getting all the different accents on the podcast. Like the oh, yeah. And we've got the Southern. You're so so from Alabama. I love it. It's like, I'm, I feel like I'm talking to like a mid- Midwestern friend right now because we're so similar in the way we do business and just yeah. all the things. So it's just nice to talk art. And really, it's nice for me to hear that you're doing things like i'm doing them so it's like all right i think it makes me feel like i'm doing it correctly and like it's funny how we all kind of end up in our own little groove that's very similar like we have a very similar style and logos and murals and how everything works so
1: we're doing something right yeah
0: exactly (laughs) yeah well i hope you have a great rest of your day thank you again so much for coming on
1: okay you as well thank you bye bye
0: This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process, from coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally... Of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60 thousand as a thank you for helping us grow this artist academy community and speaking of community if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media just head over to facebook.com groups slash artist academy and i will see you next week